We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Samson Magnuson, Nathan Johnson, RX Cowbell, Monster, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Icebug, Titus Andromedon, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Zeke, Strawcab, That Charlie, Zach, Yanni, Darkstorm Dota, Pistol Pete, and Matthew Evans. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 380 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota, episode 380. I am your host today, Jim, and I am joined by Charlene. Hello, Jim. Hello, Internet. Hello, Charlene. Uh, We haven't done an episode in a while together, I think. I know. It's been months? Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to even think if we've done it this year. I wanted to say I haven't seen you since last year, but I can't remember for sure. Time... It's a flat circle. I don't understand anything. Time isn't an illusion, honestly. I think it is, It's a construct. Yeah, it's a social construct just used by uh, employers and and, (laughs) uh, the sun. Um, Yeah, the sun. (laughs) That manipulative sun. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of which, we we have uh, daylight savings time next week. Oh, is it? Really? Yeah, spring is the bad one, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Forward, uh, spring spring forward. Yeah, it's the bad one. You you have to wake up earlier. You lose an hour, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Um. Yeah, I've been very busy. I've been coaching my kids in basketball. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I've I've noticed a problem. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Like, there's no stand-ins in youth sports, like real sports. Oh, like, you know, is, is the team just not big <laughs> enough, I guess? Yeah, we, we didn't have that many kids, and I did the, the team balancing. I had a spreadsheet, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got them fairly balanced. There are some issues, but, uh, yeah, but, by the way, if, if you ever want some entertainment, see if you can get in on the uh, the private coach's email messages. Um <laughs> for a youth basketball league. Jesus, the drama. But uh I had a couple injuries the last couple of games. My oldest uh like severely sprained her ankle, so she missed a few games. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And uh then another kid hurt his ankle. Uh we had another kid who had to go to his sister's dance recital. Mm-hmm. So he missed a game. And so I've had the last couple of basketball games I've had one sub. Mm. So my kids are playing like, you know, 80% of the basketball game. Right. And there's no way to get stand-ins. Like, it would make, like, you know, if this were a situation in the WLDL. Yeah. (laughs) I I can't, like, just grab some kid. You know, the other coaches would freak out. Again, check the emails. And then, like, they're not registered with the town. Right, 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 right. right. I understand why, but. Do you just... Can you change the rules of the game? Can it just be like a 44 instead? What do you do? That's a good I I think the other coach, the coach last time was like super nice. Uh he's very quiet on the email discussions and uh he also had six kids at his last game. Mhm. 
against us. And so we just like kept calling timeout. And then the coach is like, how many timeouts do we get? And we're like, we're not going to stop you if you keep calling timeouts. <laughs> like I <had> kids <laughs> with sweat coming down their faces in February. Um, and yeah, we just kept calling timeouts, but we did play five on five. And uh, my oldest is one of the strong players. Uh, so anyone familiar with youth sports knows like you tend to lean on your your good players right um and so we've we've not had the the best success in terms of win loss but uh, the, the kids are doing all right well i think i think they're feeling good about it even though they're losing most of the games needs tendons i i'm trying to like wrap my head around what you can even do and i don't know you just need more kids, but then that makes makes it even harder because then you want to have all the kids have equal playtime, so that makes <laughs> makes it annoying. Yeah, right. I mean, because I have a <laughs> there's no I have winning a system. with this. <laughs> yeah, no, there really isn't. I have a system with another spreadsheet that mm-hmm. I can ensure equal minutes for all the kids. Right. And at first, you know, I had a good number. Like it, it really <laughs> it uh, divided really evenly. Uh, into what we were working with, but it's getting harder and harder. And if you have too many kids, you end up with like 12 kids on a team and then they're not getting that much playing time yeah. if everyone shows up. Yeah. But then if there's a couple injuries, now all of a sudden everyone's like Iron Man <laughs> basketball. <laughs> right. I had a kid, oh man, he's like sixth grade, big kid. Um, and this is like sixth through eighth grade. And he has to guard this eighth grader who's also big because two of our bigs were out with injury. Mm-hmm. And my, my kid, like, he doesn't move that quickly. Uh, but he's a good kid, and he tries hard. And at the end of the game, he just comes off. He's just, like, drenched in sweat. He's like, I never want to guard that kid again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, I just, like, pat him on the back and, and thank him for his uh, his service. <laughs> we lost. I mean, he couldn't guard the kid. <laughs> right. I wasn't going to say that, but... Yeah. You know, he tried his he tried his best, and and I think we play him again in two weeks, um, in the playoffs, such as they are. Ooh, rematch! <laughs> time, yeah. time for uh, wait, what's that word? Um, we can make up for your past. Yeah, we can make up for our past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we get these, if we if my daughter is healthy and this other kid comes back, it's going to be a different game. Um, but we'll see speaking of playoffs oh speaking of playoffs (laughs) yeah uh you were active in the wldl playoffs Uh, how did that make you feel charlene Well, Jim, I am glowing from our, our 2-0 <laughs> against CIA. Um, so just yesterday, actually, um, right around, yeah, exactly 24 hours ago, we were mm. playing our series. and I felt the disturbance in the force then. <laughs> and like, in all honesty, and my team, I think, probably doesn't benefit from this mindset. But in all honesty, I went into it fully expecting <laughs> to lose like I, I think arian's team just 
like they they play more Dota individually. They are more active Dota players, so they already have a one yeah. up there. But on top of that, they play together more regularly. Um, oh yeah. So I just felt like you know, uh, from multiple angles that are significant enough, like on paper, I was like, yeah, we're probably not going to win this. Um, and like I think player matchup wise uh that part is pretty even i think our like mmr distribution and such um oh and but we had another upset which is that our usual mid couldn't be there so then um bay <laughs> arose from the ashes and, and came out of <laughs> came out of hibernation for a bit and was like yeah like i'll, I'll play a role that i don't usually play sure <laughs> so like all <laughs> right. things all things said i was just like yeah you know it's it's okay if we don't win this um but then we ended up 2 owing them. And I I think what it was is that our first game, so our, our first game went 72 minutes. And like that on top Ooh. of a draft, right? We were sitting in oh, God, the, the, the confines yeah, of this game for like over 90 plus minutes, maybe even 100 minutes, right? So it was a, it was a long game. Um, but I think what happened is that we just broke them because they had the advantage the entire time, <laughs> but we had a Medusa and ah. um they could not breach our high ground and like they did but it was very very slow like i i think we were turtling for at least 30 minutes of the game like wow like a very long time and um i could tell at least that they were starting to get antsy and play a little bit like they were trying to take more fights and be a bit more aggressive and i think uh, I mean, naturally so. At 70-some minutes, you you want to just <laughs> break the damn high ground and, and win. Um, right. But, yeah, so we were... Uh, maybe I should go through the whole lineup of the game. Let me pull it up. So we had our mid, uh, Bay, playing Pugna. Um, off lane was Dawnbreaker and Ogre. And then safe lane was me on Venge supporting our Medusa. And we were versing um, a mid Void Spirit, um, played by Arian, carry PL, support Lich, and then offlane duo of Tusk and Skywrath. And, like, Arian made so much space, um, and I think the, the Tusk it was pretty strong in terms of, you know, repositioning and um, getting... Huh winning them some early fights and like they rotated on the map beautifully their vision game was incredibly strong like if you had our comms we were just like i they can see us but we don't know how <laughs> <laughs> we know that they know wow. but we can't do anything about it <laughs> so i right. think like essentially by the time we got pushed into our high ground we're like well like this is they know that we're here so as long as we turtle long enough like surely our medusa will get big enough um <laughs> And I also got some pretty good, like, aggressive swaps onto um, Strilling on on the uh, Skywrath, which I think was an easy, like, mm. delete of otherwise a lot of magic damage, and, like, the silence would be very annoying. Um, yeah. We, we kind of planned around potentially a PL pick, so we, we picked the Dawnbreaker, they picked the PL, and then we secured a Pugna, which um, a recent change to Pugna is that... Uh, with their ags, they can life drain the nether ward, and that life drains in an area, and it instantly destroys illusions. So yeah. we had that going for us. Um, yeah. And if you like, take a look at the graph. It 
it was just upwards, upwards, and then I think finally at around sixty, sixty minutes or so, um, we start like they would take a tower, they would like chip tower damage, whatever, whatever. But we would win the fights, and then we were okay. just able to turn it and win. Um, so yeah, that was game one. It was very long, uh, very very fun. I wouldn't say back and forth, but definitely some good dota in there and in case anyone ever wants to do like a retro cast um <laughs> yeah and then game two i think we kind of just we broke them <laughs> i think because uh Aww. like the their draft was was decent our draft i think um we had a little bit of an edge on our draft but um the reason i say that i think we broke them is just because there were several buybacks from arian that i think were unnecessary ah. um there were yeah. Uh, so maybe I, I shouldn't say I broke them. I think I broke Arian because because there were yeah. I think there were two or three buybacks on Arian that I was just like I I guess, <laughs> but there, it's not needed to buy back here. Um, right. So yeah. Uh, but we we two owed them. Now we have the pleasure of going up against Hex. Um, yeah. So again, going into it with the mentality that we're likely going to lose, but it worked out this time. Maybe it'll work out again. I don't know. Yeah, that's the way to do it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, these two games, I remember, because I guess they, they weren't cast, so I knew you all were playing, mm -hmm. and I was able to, to check in after they were done on, like, like Open Dota. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the first one had... What's that? A hundred and nineteen kills. Yes. In uh, an hour and twelve minutes. <laughs> it was fifty-five to sixty-four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like it was amazing. It looks like for about yeah thirty-five minutes, it was just like constant killing. Mm-hmm. And then it slowed down a little bit, and then became constant killing again. Ooh. And there's a thirty thousand gold swing in the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, while I'm on Open Dota, I I, <laughs> I, I want to mention that um, in terms of fantasy points, I got oh. <laughs> Arian was 29 yes. for the game, and I was 24. I was the second runner up. Um, I think oh. I think his was because of all the runes he got, and I think mine was all the wards placed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, you placed 21 obs wards. Yeah. The thing that stuck out to me in this first game. From looking at like the open Dota thing, yeah, is uh, the Lich's insane hero damage? Lich, okay, so there was one fight where Lich, so Lich had the um, the 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 talent for unlimited bounces. I'm pretty sure. I guess I haven't checked. Oh, okay. But I'm like ninety nine percent sure, <laughs> just based on <laughs> uh, how how the games went. But then um, also right. there was a Roche that they took. Where they got a refresher, and the Lich got a refresher. <laughs> so yeah, there was one fight at our top lane. I think that's the one, at least. Um, or no, there were two. The top one was the refresher, but I think there was there might have been one in the mid where the unlimited bounces just kept going the entire fight, <laughs> and we couldn't like we couldn't break away for moments because we were fighting. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. Um, yeah, I remember no, those, there was, yeah, there was one team fight somewhere. 
Yeah. Where she had like two Lich ulties yeah. and like 14k hero damage just yeah. herself. <laughs> uh, they were very impactful Lich ulties. <laughs> That's like a theme for you. It is, especially Toto's. Toto's Lich ultimates. Yeah. <laughs> are are very wow worthy. <laughs> so yeah. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in both games, uh, Dota Buff at least says that Strilling and Zach won their lanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely had a hard time. Um, yeah. Against them, I think their play style. Like, I, I think Zach is a very like has great game sense and like knows what to do and i think strilling is a very annoying player <laughs> so both <laughs> games like um he was uh, strilling uh was on characters heroes that are very annoying so skywrath you know with, yeah. with, with the constant poke and then um squirrel with there, i think he killed like he killed my courier every time it came to lane <laughs> um <laughs> and made it so that PA couldn't like actively use her courier as much as she wanted. But yeah, yeah, laning stage was definitely very hard, but um we were able to like play off of that and just like, all right, they're going to do this. They're going to have vision on us even though we don't quite know how, so we'll just have to <laughs> play in their jungle or farm by getting kills instead of <laughs> getting creeps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it worked. That's awesome. You have any other uh, Dota experiences um, in the last while? Honestly, not too much. I, I haven't been playing that many games. That's not true. I think in preparation for this, Bay was playing like a lot the week leading up, and I I joined him on like a couple days of like four or five games, and I realized oh, that my okay. stamina for Dota is just so low now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't know. Like the I think the new patch feels good i think there is a enough of a shake-up in terms of um heroes that are good and you know getting new items is always interesting and i think the the jungle change in particular it, it just mm. makes makes the pacing of the game um more different because you can't easily go back in jungle anymore <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like some <laughs> heroes can't go back in jungle. Right. Like, you know, just to use like the Twitter meme, like, tell me you don't play melee cores without telling me you don't play melee cores is like, oh, the camp changes aren't that big. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like the, like the minute you're like, like we were playing a game of Praetor and he just got killed by an easy camp. <laughs> <laughs> he just like randomly dies to an easy camp. Right. And, uh, yeah, like, that could just happen now. Yeah. Um, and, like, or, like, the three-second break that uh breaks. That one is very annoying, because I think I've gotten so used to not being threatened by the jungle at all that I'll, like, you know, pop, right. a, pop a salve or a clarity and go and stack or something. But now I have to remember, <laughs> because if I do that on the one that breaks me, it, I'm just like, oh, oops. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And break now. I mean, did it always disable Medusa's split shot? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, break is I for passives, but I think split shot is like a, a toggle ability now, right? So you... that's what I thought. But the 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 creep does break split shot. Interesting. Okay, maybe you toggle yeah. it to be an active passive. 
actually, uh, yeah, now that maybe. I'm thinking about it. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, I mean, obviously any melee core just runs in there and, and gets, mm-hmm. like, you know, disarmed for three <laughs> seconds or whatever the hell right. it is. Like, Come on. Yeah. But then the ranged... The range carriers, I think, still have a bit of an advantage because they can kind of stay back and not get hit by a lot of that stuff. Right. But you get wand charges now from the jungle. <laughs> I oh, don't really? know how much oh, that yeah, helps. I, guess... I, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Do you get it from the, the weird death trigger things? Probably not, right? I don't know about the death trigger thing, but like now that they have spells, I, I'm pretty sure that it counts. I just find my wand charges building up a lot faster, so I assumed that it was the jungle. Huh, I bet it is. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Because, like, Medusa is still good. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, a stack taker and jungler, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Anti-Mage got all these buffs, but his win rate, like, went down. Mm. And I think it's because... It sucks. Because the jungle is treacherous for him now. (laughs) Yeah, because he's the one who's going to get disarmed or broken. Right, right. Huh. Well, Medusa's just hanging out, you know, half a screen away. Nuking people. Yeah, so so my feelings, I guess, we're still just waiting to see who we're playing. Mm, Gotcha. We haven't played in, like, weeks. You're in limbo. I was hoping. Yeah, I was hoping for a match on patch day. I thought that'd be fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't work out with the scheduling. Yeah. Um, so our opponents are playing right now. Uh, it will be either top bots or free agent two, and we'll see who we're playing. We got yeah. some ideas, but I don't know. We we played some like practice matches. I've been playing this hero tiny. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you've maybe you have heard of him. <laughs> maybe I, I, I Bay has I'm mentioned not sure. him. I've heard I've heard some <laughs> rumblings of a tiny. <laughs> yeah, I can only assume he was first face banned against you in both of your matches, <laughs> both your games. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I won two of my tiny games and lost one, just yes. because like he's like the absolute top win rate carry now. Mm-hmm. And I liked playing him before, but I, but in two of the games, including one of the ones I won, it didn't feel good. Why is that? I think it's because you need levels now more than you used to, mm. because the the damage and the tree grab stuff really scales with your ultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like hitting level six early. It's very, it's like very good. It has like a really large impact in your in your tree grab farming. Mm-hmm. And so I suspect, I mean, this is like, you know, thinking back to what happened. I suspect the game that we won that I felt good on, I got an early six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was able to turn that into lots of dead creeps. And I, and I know in the one that felt bad, I didn't get an early six because the... I got killed at level five in lane. Right. Okay. And I never had. I never really had a chance to. I felt like I was behind like most of the game. And then with tiny, you know, you get to a certain point, and you're like, once you can echo saber a whole creep wave, 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, nothing matters anymore. Yeah. But, like, that initial bump around, like, level six, like, the mid-game, I think I got to it too slow. I see. But it's just my theory. No, that, I think that makes a lot of sense, especially for specifically the level six timing, um, since that so much comes with that and, like, the damage and the tree and, and stuff. Yeah, because the tree's different now. Yeah. Like, it used to be, it used to scale, like, everything used to scale with levels in tree grab. Right. And now only the cooldown scales, and then you get extra damage from your ultimate. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not, I, I think that's probably what happened. Um, and then, and then the game that felt good was like a tiny game. It was like, <laughs> it was, it was a, great. Like you just kill game. creeps and <laughs> you just kill creeps and they can't kill you. Yeah. And then, uh, the one that felt, and then the one we lost that felt bad, we just got like run over by a, a very well played drug Magnus who was just Ooh, way ahead of okay. us and killed us all. Like, yeah. Fair play, you know? <laughs> yeah. It happens. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been playing tiny. I don't think that necessarily reveals too much to our opponents if they happen to be listening to the podcast because like everyone <laughs> on Earth is playing Tiny. Right. Um, other than that, just just kind of feeling out the patch, trying to f- try new things. Have you have you uh, played with or against this hero Axe? I actually haven't. Have I? Ooh. I I might have. Oh. Um. And I like I know that they changed the you know permanent strength gain and stuff, but it hasn't felt broken yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's broken. Okay, uh, um, but I, I, I mean I can see it so. because Axe, I think, you know, snowballs. <laughs> like I think farms yeah. re- fairly easily, um, and there's that potential to really snowball off of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we played one, I played one Axe game and it went very, very well. Mm-hmm. And I was in the off lane. Uh, our rando uh, immediately indicated safe lane. And uh, it was it was fun. I've, I mean, I've played a lot of Axe. He's like my second highest Dota Plus hero. And uh, really I'm not sure. Highest? Like, I think so. It's either him or Jakira. Let me see. I think Axe wow. might have... Yeah, Axe jumped... Axe is number two now. He jumped oh, ahead wow. of Jiro the other night. Yeah. I fl- yeah, I played a lot of this guy. Um, and, like, the the infinite scaling armor is kind of cool. But, like, armor is not flashy. And battle mm-hmm. hunger is not flashy. <laughs> mm. And so, like, I got an Ag Scepter... Um, which I definitely think is amazing on him now. Uh, what does because the axe for, do? Uh, so when you cast Berserker's... It does three different things. One is when you cast Berserker's Call, it applies battle hunger to all affected units. Number oh. two, any time you cast battle hunger, it reduces enemy armor by seven and gives you seven armor. Okay. That also counts to your regular battle hungers, like not only call battle hungers. Hmm. Okay. And it reduces the call cooldown by three seconds, so down to eight second cooldown. Okay. So I thought cool. like, oh, okay, it makes you put battle hunger on people that you call, and then it also does this armor thing. But the armor thing is for any time you cast battle hunger. 
So like just as you're like randomly walking around, you throw a battle hunger on someone. It reduces their armor by seven. It gives you seven armor. Um, and so I was routinely, you know, near the end of this game, like if I got a decent call as we were like taking high ground, I'd be walking out with like 130 armor, mm-hmm. which would be doing, you know, with battle hunger. I mean, that would be doing like 300 physical damage per second to like everyone that was affected by it. Right. Which is pretty cool, but like, okay, you have 130 armor. Yeah, I guess there's diminishing <laughs> diminishing returns at some point. Like, yeah. 130 is and a like, lot, but so is 80 or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and like, okay, like, I guess we could try to win the game now. I'm just going to stand in front of their tier fours. Yeah. And the tier fours couldn't do anything to me because even without battle hunger, I was at like 80 armor, like you said. Mm-hmm. And that's neat, and it helped us win, but it didn't. It, f- it didn't feel flashy and cool. Gotcha. Um, so, like, I want to like axe and play axe in different ways. I thought like maybe armlet would be kind of cool, but I just don't think the battle hunger, like armor scaling, is worth like filling up your inventory with armor right. any more than you normally do. Or maybe that means you don't have to buy those kinds of things. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I went. Yeah, I went phase. Oh, it's still so good. (laughs) Yeah, like you have to get blade. Like I went phase blade mail, then blink, Mm -hmm. just because I kind of wanted extra armor earlier. Yeah. uh, To cast battle hunger on people, and then, and then like it was a game where like I had to get Shivas anyway, because Mm -hmm. they had like regening people. And it's like, well, those are the armor things you're buying as axe, you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. And I was up to like 80, so, you know, there's no point in buying more. Right. He's fun, though. Cool set came out, too. Oh, yeah. There was a, a Dota Plus thing, right? Yeah. Are, do you, are you on the Dota Plus? I know Bay is not. not, right? Bay is. Bay. <laughs> um,. Before oh. taking a hiatus, he he actually resubscribed for Dota Plus because he was getting he really wanted to be able to avoid people, so oh, he resigned up for Dota point. Plus. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, they came out with a new chest that's that's actually good. Do you believe it? Um, I I cannot <laughs> because Dota Plus often <laughs> feels so neglected. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this it's good for certain values of good. Right. <laughs> like the axe has, has uh, a giant dead white tiger on his back. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's wild. That's pretty I good. use it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I like the AM else? hat. <laughs> yeah, that's a cowboy <laughs> hat. Yep. Yeah. That's that's good for certain values of good. Look at Grimstroke's nose. Look at Grimstroke yes, and then turn no. him sideways. Turn him sideways. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It's so phallic. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at first yeah. I was like, oh, that Grimstroke looks kind of cool. And then I turned it sideways and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Why would they do this? Is it a bug? Did they? Yeah. Pinocchio. Grimnocchio. And then uh, even the, the Kunkka is like kind of interesting looking. He's covered. He's like f- 
covered in fish. Yeah. The Kunkka one, like, it, it looks cool, but my gripe with it and most sets is that they have to look cool from above. Yeah. Because right? that's what you actually usually see in-game. And mm-hmm. I guess, like, he has a starfish on his hat, but <laughs> the, the <laughs> skeleton face, like, is cool, but you wouldn't actually really see that in-game. It would just be your that's own hero true. portrait. Yeah, that's true. I like the Death Prophet's kind of neat. It's, like, flower-themed. Yeah. Yeah, that one's fine. I actually spent some Dota Plus points, and I ended up with uh, the Axe one. And the, Ooh. I got Axe, DP, and and uh, I think Omni Knight. So you play support. I do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had a chance to really go over the patch. No, um, we haven't. So what do you say we just talk a little bit about our feelings uh, for 7.31? Since yeah. we can't really call it news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a month ago. So sure. Omnite's good now, is that right? <laughs> I I guess. I don't I know I play support. <laughs> and I know that's how we open this. <laughs> um and I know they made changes to I'm a I'm a ranged support player. How about that? Ah, I like no, the fair. ones the exceptions to that are Shadow Demon and Oracle. I still haven't really figured out those two support heroes. But huh. um like yes, I can confirm that Omni Knight has indeed <laughs> been buffed and like <laughs> is good, but I couldn't tell you how <laughs> or like give tips on it. Okay, yeah, cuz we we have on our team Ray a Ray mm. PMA player. He plays Omni. He's played like a lot of Omni, but it was a long time ago, and the heroes are completely different. Yeah. Uh, but but he busted him out in the game we were playing, and I thought he did well, and it seemed like he did a lot, and we won. But I don't know. I mean, I, I guess he's good. I think he he just offers a lot in the way of, um, like, you know, obviously healing your team, but I think the uh like you know, no no hitting for guardian angel is very interesting yeah. especially with a lot of how i guess now you have more um more ranged agi carries <laughs> like yeah true that i feel like omni is kind of a natural counter for that um i i can't tell like i'm looking at hammer of purity right now and it's just a lot of bullet points. I can't like I I don't, I don't know how to comment on this. Yeah, I mean the first patch note for Hammer of Purity is is now a basic skill. I'm like I don't know what that means. Like, like okay, like yeah, like you put it in the third spot. I guess it is like I don't because uh-huh. it used to be wasn't Hammer of Purity the name of his old shard back when it was interesting before they nerfed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. And now it's like, I, I didn't understand that first bullet point. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it used to be, but it's so totally different, I think. Totally different from the... Maybe it's not that different? Maybe this does make him interesting? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, Ray said it felt good. Yeah? Okay. I mean, it's like a ch- Is it now that it has a projectile and like it's different? I don't know. I mean, he said it was... I, I just uh, don't even know. <laughs> yeah, he said it was. it's like a cheap, pure nuke that you could just oh, throw okay. out and, and then hit people because it slows them for five seconds. 
Which is pretty serious. I mean, a 38% slow for five seconds is pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And it scales off your base damage. Which I guess gets amped by Heavenly Grace, because it increases your strength. But you're not going to, like, build around a, a 10-second cooldown nuke. Or are you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Can we talk about a different... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, something I feel like I could actually talk about. Hey, let's talk um, about this hero that neither of us have strong feelings about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish Strilling were here, but I, I do feel like Skywrath has been buffed um, a decent amount. And not just because of the like direct Skywrath changes, but I think just because Null is a little bit better now, mm. too. Yeah. Um, so there's one. I've been playing a lot of uh, Witch Doctor and Dazzle. They feel strong right now. Yeah. I say feel strong. I can't like objectively tell you what about them <laughs> is stronger. This is, this is Dota feelings. That's fine. Don't worry. The, yeah. The, <laughs> these are my exact feelings. <laughs> yeah. So what, what about Witch Doctor felt strong? I think... It, the cooldown reduction, honestly, of Death Lord, huh. it's 10 seconds, but that spell, it, it, it's just, it makes your whole kit, right? You yeah. want to stun into Maledict, into ulti, and, like, being able to do that more just helps. Yeah, I can see um, that, yeah. A lot. <laughs> so, it, it's subtle, but, like, I, I think it just makes Wish Doctor that much more relevant. And I can feel it. Like, when I'm playing it, I'm like, ooh, my ulti is already back up. Really? Like, let's go okay. do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and then, Dazzle's a good call. Um, yeah. What do you think? I mean, you said you think it feels good. Mm-hmm. But what, what else do you think about Dazzle? Because I, I don't know what to feel about him. These changes were so big. I think it's, um, like... Not necessarily the spells again. I think it's um, like what even it's the the change to the ultimate. I think is the one that I'm most intrigued by. Yeah. So can be activated. There's that. Um, <laughs> I'm saying this now, and I'm realizing I'm not. I'm not even doing it. So I started picking up Dazzle because when I read it, I was like, "Wow, that's cool. I want to get Ags so that I can use the um, the bad juju yeah. on." like on my allies and have them have cooldown reductions right and i now i'm thinking about the actual games that i've played and i haven't done that too much so maybe <laughs> it is all the other cooldown reductions i guess i'm a mess here I'm just going back and forth i have no idea what i'm saying um is there anything objective that feels good like it took me a bit to realize that my ultimate now had to be used and cast in order to get my cooldown reductions. But even with that, it's just like one extra button now that I have to press. But I guess all the cooldown, like poison touch is reduced just on its own. It's already reduced a bit. So now on top of that, if I remember to use my ulti, um, he just feels good. Okay. Yeah, no. That's... Do you have any more specific insight? No, I mean, I, I haven't played Dazzle. Um, I always, like, mm-hmm. every time there's a patch, I, I'm like, I try to go play Dazzle mid. Right. But I don't know uh, on this one. 
but maybe he is good. I mean, we I played a game uh, where X2 went Dazzle mid, and it was... It seemed really good. I mean, he won his lane. He came. He like rotated and like helped create space for me. I was playing Naga, but then I was playing Naga, so like I don't know what happened to anyone else in the rest of the game. Any of the other nine players, um, you know, because you're just playing one v nine at that point. And mm-hmm. he said it didn't feel good later in the game. Um, right, and I I am playing Dazzle more from the support role yeah. so i don't know how much better dazzle is just as a hero but it's definitely felt pretty good and um i guess the opportunity to transition into a more relevant support because if you i think if you get like an octarine and maybe a dagon pro- like you can t- pump out <laughs> a lot of damage i imagine yeah with your cooldowns yeah so you have to get the the eggs to get the item cooldowns, right? Um, you can always use it on yourself, I believe. <laughs> I cannot figure this out. Because, like, it's the tooltip for just his ultimate. It says item cooldown reduction 50%. Is that 50% of the cooldown reduction from when he casts his spells? Ugh. Anyway. Reduces cooldowns. I think it's just the cooldowns themselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we, we said we would pick heroes that we want to talk about and have more to say, and now we've just dug ourselves into a hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Let me let me think of one that I want to talk about. So I, I talked about Axe. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we talked a little yeah. bit about Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anti-Mage kind of surprised me. Uh, yeah, when I first read that, I thought Anti-Mage was going to be the Scourge, but it doesn't seem to be that bad. No. No. And then people, I guess people probably bought that Diffusal Blade for a while, which is probably like yeah. a griefing build, which probably hurt his win rate, so maybe he's <laughs> going up. Right. Uh, what were the other big changes? I mean, Bat Rider was OP for a little bit because they messed up. And I think... General jungle change may makes Chen and Helm of the Dominator yeah. builders, and I guess Enchantress, um, it gives them like a new niche. Yeah, I think, yeah, people who play Chen and, and Ench and stuff are probably enjoying this. From mm-hmm. what I understand, everyone's mm-hmm. complaining about these like wild Chen pub strats where you get like three <laughs> troll summoners and push down the and get the skeletons like 11 minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were actually gonna. We were thinking about banning Chen first phase because yeah. I mean, Sterling is a Chen player. But we we're like, you know what? We won't first phase ban it. We'll we'll ban other heroes. See if they pick it and like maybe game two or game three. Then have to ban it. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't pick yeah. it. <clears throat> yeah, same. Somebody's right up his alley. I like to play Ench. I enjoy Ench, although I famously have a awful win rate with her but she sounds fun to play now naga did you follow these changes for naga not really no (laughs) i'm convinced it was i'm convinced like a programmer messed up with 7.31 because they they re they redid it in 7.31b 
In 7.31, yeah, her riptide would only proc every time a target was hit a fifth time by her or her illusions. So it was Curse of Avernus. Right. Not uh, Slardar Bash. And then they changed it back? Yeah, because if you got to a certain point, it would never proc. (laughs) <laughs> you could send like all your illusions up a creep wave and if they would kill creeps quickly enough you'd never get mm-hmm. a fifth attack on a creep and you'd never proc yeah. riptide and because uh, like me and, and Ursinity and Zach were going in the fourth spirit discord I was like I think I, I may have actually been in the office and I was when the patch dropped and I was like so how does this work I'm not my client and they're describing to it like that can't possibly be how it works. And like we just like went back and forth for like ever trying to figure out exactly what they did. And like, oh, so the hero is basically dead, right? And then uh, like two days later, they came out with seven point three one B, and they're like, oh no, actually it's it's Slardar Bash. <laughs> and now it's it's every six <laughs> attacks from Naga and her illusions, everything fires off a riptide. Mm. Uh, Mm, yeah okay (laughs) it feels much better it feels like actual naga because i was like right all right if you make it this like curse of earnest thing like then she's not a split farmer anymore because she can't split farm um right and so she must have some different role and there was some guy on reddit who's like no you play her as like this skirmishy offlaner and you use like all the illusions together (laughs) i'm like well that sucks like because i like microing and then, uh, and then they changed it back. And I think it was the clearest example of like a programmer, or like the designers just being like, "Oops, <laughs> like that's not what we meant." <laughs> Obviously, this is you know because it was like such a predictable way. Because like everyone who came into the Discord was like, "Oh no, that's like every five attacks it goes off, right?" And we're like, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> it's by target. It's not by. It's not by fish." And they're like, "Oh, that's dumb." <laughs> And, yeah, and, and so they fi- they fixed it, and now she's kind of normal again. Although still not getting That's picked. Funny. I mean, I don't know if she's good or not, but I like playing her, so whatever. Are, are there any heroes you're excited to to try to play? Any particular um, changes? I don't think so. No, 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 none were like, ooh, I want to pick up this new hero now. But I think that's more just me than it is the past. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm in my twilight years of Dota, and I'm just like, give me, give me my comfort things. Uh, sure, you can change them. I'll look at what the changes are, but I'm not, I'm not like learning, looking to learn or like grow <laughs> too much as a Dota player. As terrible as that maybe sounds. No, I think it sounds totally reasonable. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, what did they do to my favorite heroes? And it's like, yeah. oh, they changed this thing on Lone Druid. That's cool. I'm not going to like yeah. become a Lone Druid guy. Right. Yeah. Like, I'll just play someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, we are 47 minutes in. Yeah. Perhaps we should. I'll just do, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a very extended feelings. Yeah, a quick bit of news and then head over to Nan. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. So uh, let's just do a little bit of news. There's not too much, uh, but we do have some updates. Sound good? 
Sounds good. So, Gamers Galaxy Dubai just completed. Um, Tundra versus Boom? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Boom won. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Secret lost fairly early on in the tournament. Um, Nigma Galaxy got, got quite far. Uh, they got the lower bracket finals that they lost to... Boom, 2-1. Then Boom came up and, and beat Tundra in, in five games, in a five-game series. Nice. Very exciting, coming back from 2-1 down. Mm-hmm. There were some good games. They started picking other heroes, which was kind of cool. I feel like a lot of the games that Pro's been playing are just kind of the same heroes anyway. Mm, yeah. But this had some Broodmother, uh, Brewmaster... Who's all different now, and who was uh, probably played a role in the fifth game, although I didn't get to see most of it. Um, there's, there's, someone played I haven't... Bristleback. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So many B heroes. <laughs> Brood. I wonder if that's Brew <laughs> Bristle. Um, I was gonna say I haven't been following Pro Dota too much. Yeah. Um, and I'm just excited to be hearing that like these other teams that it's not just the same organizations and teams that are doing well like i'm glad that yeah. you know, a team like boom is winning and that secret got knocked out early it just i, I think it'll be nice to have a, a rotation of like blood and players in the pro scene yeah and tundra is that in some respects too like their guys have been around but yeah. they're not like yeah you know Tundra, um, like, I was really excited for them. Um, Tundra are the team that have Bloody Nine, right? Yes. Or just Nine? Or is it Bloody Nine? It's just Nine now, yeah. It's just Nine. Okay. Um, Yeah, I remember watching the uh, Europe Open qualifiers for TI. Is that right? And they were doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they kind of went on my radar then, and I I was excited for them. I mean, ultimately, I was also excited for OG. But, um, (laughs) yeah. uh, Yeah, but cool <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it, it's good it's uh it's neat to see the what was cool is that they had the new teams playing and then they had a lot of uh the older players doing commentary so kuro like immediately after mm-hmm. getting eliminated from the tournament <laughs> turns around and casts the grand finals with no tail oh nice <laughs> yeah and it was it was really cool like there was one of the games i think it made me you know, game three or game four, I was watching with sound on, and uh, mm-hmm. it was Cap, Kuro, and No Tail. And Kuro and No Tail just talked the entire time, and then like thirty minutes in, No Tail's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Cap. We should probably let you say something." And Cap's like, "No, no. Like, I'm just here to yell when it gets <laughs> exciting. Like, please continue." <laughs> it was so good. It was like two guys who like really know Dota, just having a conversation about the game as right. it was being played. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Kuro, of yeah, course, I said... I appreciate that about... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. No, you go. You go. <laughs> right. And Kuro, of course, agrees with me. At one point, they were talking about the draft, and Kuro's like, yeah, but we're pro players. Like, what does the draft really matter? And then... <laughs> and then Ooh, yeah. yeah. And my hot take. <laughs> and then No Tail's like, yeah, there's nothing beats better play. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. 
Um, I was going to say, like, one thing I fondly kind of remember about um, BTS type events and stuff, when they invite, like, you know, random NA teams and, and would have those, that they would often have the other teams either not playing, it didn't even have to be the teams eliminated, but... Yeah. Uh, they would just have, like, you know, oh, Arteezy isn't playing this series and he won't be playing for a little bit, so he'll just come in and panel. And it's it's just always great getting the the pro player insight. Like, yeah. N- no, no offense to, um, you know, like Fogged and Kyle and stuff. <laughs> right. But sometimes where, where they when they have more of the the analyst, um, like it's good insight, but it's it's not quite the same as having yeah that professional player who's like actively in the scene and doing it day in and day out. Yeah. So and they all know yeah. each other too. Yeah, yeah, and they have all the this like extra little insight and tidbit into um, each other's like either scrims or whatever, and it's just you kind of get to see behind the curtain a bit. Yeah, Nutel like just always like does like pulls the curtain back to do your metaphor. Like he'll right. be like, oh yeah, we tried doing that, we tried doing that for a while, but it just doesn't work. Like I think there was right. like some like <laughs> Abaddon carry or something. Um, mm-hmm. He's like, oh, we tried so many games, but it never worked. They like describe mm-hmm. it. It's neat. Like it's a bit of like the inside, like the decision making process of them too. Right, right, right. It's very cool. So go watch those uh, recordings, uh, listeners, if you have any interest in that. They were exciting games, and uh, well played, and the casting was really cool. Apparently, it was the first international LAN after TI. But like, what's a LAN? I mean, there's no audience. I guess, like, in-person event? Yeah, but, like, who cares? Like, so. having people come? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> for, an, for an internet sport? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess the idea is, like, people traveled to play mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't wait for audiences to be back. Not that I'm going to be in any of them, because they're never playing North America anymore, but <laughs> it's all good. TI is going to be exciting. Um, that's basically it for the news. Uh, so yeah, I think so. Want to head over uh, to Noobs Ask News? We got some good questions today. Let's do it. Yeah. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. All right. The first question. That's uh, a good one. It's from Popo the Aztec. He asks, the cast of Breakfast Club starts a Dota team. Who plays what role? So mm. are you familiar with this film, uh, the John Hughes film, The Breakfast Club? Wait, the Chinese film? Uh, John Hughes. John Hughes. <laughs> oh, John Hughes. Oh, my God. Is a Chinese <laughs> remake? That would be so um, Yeah. Yeah, I am familiar with it. And... For those who might not be the the main like thing is that you have a a misfit group of people who get all thrown together and then they come out at the other side like you know connecting and realizing that it doesn't matter what your label is but you can still be friends. So the, these labels are athlete, princess, criminal, brain, and basket case. Yeah. If anyone, if so, anyone listening. Uh, is not from the United States and would like to understand American public school. 
<laughs> this is from 1985, and it still works. <laughs> it's like the clearest uh, encapsulation. I mean, at least in my public school uh, experience. I don't know about yours, high hmm. school. Um, I went to private school, so it's a little bit Private different. school in, in Hawaii or something. Yeah. Yes. I went to not the school that President Obama went to. Oh. I went to the, the competing private school, the other one. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all angry. <laughs> kind of, because now, now Punahou gets to say, oh, we train bright minds of the future, such as President Obama, right? Like, what do we have? So, yeah, now we, now we got to find out what, what, what movie encapsulates that experience. Um, mm, yeah, but, mm-hmm. if, if, but if you want to know what public school in, in the United States is like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like this. Although it was 1985, uh, so it's only white people. But yeah. <laughs> although in 1996, I was at a virtually all white public high school anyway. So, um, yeah, the idea is you have like the five archetypes from high school, and now the question uh, is: <laughs> the cast of The Breakfast Club is playing Dota, so. <laughs> Is it like the characters or is it like you have Emilio Estevez and Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy at a land oh. cafe and they have to play and they're like 60 and they're like 60 I'm gonna years say old. It's the, no, I'm going to say it's the, the characters okay. like circa right. 80s. If you had um, the athlete persona, right. whatever their name was. And I remember Claire as the princess, yeah. but if you had like, yeah, I think it's yeah. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Judd Nelson's character, the criminal, his name was John Bender, which is just, which is just absurd. Because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the others are just like Andrew Clark, Brian Johnson, Allison Reynolds. They're all like totally normal. And then John Bender is like a made up cartoon name. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so uh, how, how would you break it down? You're the support player. Who, who are the supports? I mean- the support, I would say probably, uh, it's by process of elimination. Okay. Um, because I think the clear core roles are going to go to, um, uh, the athlete and the brain. I, I feel the brain like. Is, okay. All right. Kind of. I, Cause I feel like if you're playing Dota yeah. and you're, you know, you're trying to break it down and you really want to understand the game and play it and stuff. Well, okay. Now that I say that, maybe there's an argument made there that they could be the. The support player. I can't really remember what they were like in the movie. Brian Johnson. Yeah, it was. I can't remember if they were like kind or <laughs> if they were more of a go getter. Uh, you know, it was like they had an image of themselves that they portrayed, but really, you know, everyone's kind of troubled in their own way on right. the inside, much like Dota players. Much <laughs> <No. laughs> like Dota players. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I kind of lean towards the archetype of of someone either being like really critically analyzing the game or or the athlete wanting to be the ones to kind of, you know, do the things and make plays. Right. So I, I feel like they would be core players. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that kind of comes to mind is that the criminal, I feel like they would be the four player. Because okay. I, I, see, I see the four role as kind of wrecking havoc, setting up stuff, making plays, kind of also doing their own yeah. thing so they can't they can't be reined in i yeah i wasn't um, thinking that way but i think yeah. that's right because like john bender definitely sets tempo through the movie mm. right like he's definitely playing that role in the five stack 
Yeah. But then maybe the tempo setter is the mid? Yeah, that I would have put him at but the mid. You would put him in mid? Okay. I would have had... Yeah. But I just... I don't see them as collaborative. And you would want your your mid and your like core roles to kind of work together, yeah, right? Mids don't do that. Mids just... They just want to run around and kill people. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> or, but, like, on one hand, right, we have Arian on the podcast, and that's all he wants to do. On the other hand, like, our entire... We like Dota League strategy is based on like four people following Praetor, our mid player, around to kill people. <laughs> we just listen to him and he tells us to go, let's kill this guy, okay. Um, so I would have put him there, but I do see the appeal of the four. I see the brain as the position five. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, the princess is tough. Because I would put Emilio Estevez, the athlete, as the carry. And the bas- mm-hmm. Ali Sheedy, the basket case, is the offlaner. But then, and the princess, the four? It's kind of weird. It might yeah. be. Yeah. But then again, the movie is all about how there's more to people. That's true. So... Maybe this is actually the the meta answer. There is no right answer because you can be whatever you want to be. You can play whatever role. And that's the beauty of Dota. That's why we like it because the next game you could just play a different. That's you could just true. play a different role. You don't have to keep going very mid. True, very true. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe you go mid because you know your parents yell at you a lot, but you just want to take it out on some noobs. You got to fulfill expectations. Yeah, but maybe you make a connection with someone. In a game, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I do like supporting. And then you can support that person. There's always mm-hmm. another game. As they say, each one of us is a carry, a mid, an offlane, <laughs> a four, and a hard support. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> that was perfectly delivered and, and seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I'm right. here for yeah, it. Thank you, Popo. <laughs> I think we have a, uh, a new, a new uh, mission statement or statement of principles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Neff asks another question. Uh, Neff did, wasn't even aware of what Noobs S Noobs was on our Discord. Uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome, Neff. Welcome, Neff. It's the first one. It says, "Who do I build this new item, Revenant?" Broach on, and then how do you pronounce B R O O C H? I heard that in another podcast. I think it's oh, I guess like looking at it phonetically, I would say yeah. brooch, but it is a brooch, isn't it? Because so. isn't it there is. a brooch like the, the the things that you like clip onto your your lapel? Yeah, isn't that a I brooch? Think... But is that B R O A? No. It's B R O O. It is O O. Oh, okay, yeah, brooch. So who do you, who do you buy it? Um, so it is an item that makes it so that um, there's like an active ability where, like, on is it five hits? Some some set number of hits, you do more magic damage, right? Yeah, yeah. Your next five attacks. That's the gist of the ability. Yeah, your next five attacks have true strike, which is interesting. I forgot that. And oh, true strike. They deal magic damage instead of physical damage. <clears throat> And they can attack ethereal units, which is very useful for me because half the time I can't see ethereal effect on my client. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, okay. Um, I mean, the first answer that comes to mind is Lena, just because mm. she is a magic dealer, but she right clicks. But oh, but it's it's magic damage instead of thing. I don't know if that's a great answer. I'm wondering now if um if it's like anyone that you want to build orchid or uh, blood um, not bloodthorn on maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because there's there are several mids that come to mind that also have a decent right click, like Queen of yeah. Pain, um, OD, Storm Spirit. Even I wonder if all of them are candidates for this item. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, if you scroll if you scroll further down, uh, Dota Two Fandom dot com says Lena and Winter Rivern are the recommended heroes. Dota Two Fandom dot com. What the heck is this? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I is that the wiki? Is that the, is that the URL and, for the and like wiki? look up the. Oh, like fan. Sorry. Go to two phantom. Like what? Yeah, I'm phantom. Like, Phantoms I'm all over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I. I guess. Yeah, if you were to play uh, Core Wyvern, that'd be pretty neat. And then could yeah, but I th- I feel like heroes like Quapen. And uh, storm make a lot of sense because it synergizes with uh, with orchid, right? Or bloodthorn? I'd imagine. Kinda. What does orchid do now? And bloodthorns. It's just a silence and attack speed. Oh, do they not amplify the amount of damage that you take after the silence? Yeah, I mean, it, is that? No, old? it's there. It it does it, but. Do you get it when you get Ethereal Blade? Do you buy Ethereal Blade and Revenant's Brooch? And go around ether blasting people and you, blowing them up? I think that's a trap. I think that's... Because that's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's like 10,000 gold. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it could be interesting. I know they talked about this uh, last time, but it could be interesting to like try and build it on a Pugna, but... I, I side with Arian. I don't think you want to right click as a pugna. You don't have to. Like you're casting your spells so, all the time. Yeah, but um, like you wouldn't want to build Revenant's brooch brooch on that because you're not right clicking. I mean, I guess like Silencer would buy it. Ooh, Silencer's an interesting. Because if if for some reason they buy uh, like a Ghost Scepter to avoid your right clicks. You could mm-hmm. use that. Does it go through Wyvern uh, Ice thing? Wyvern E? No, because no. that's just... That's different from Ethereal. Okay. Then, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess an int right-clicker that you don't end up buying Bloodthorn on. Yeah. You can get yeah, we'll you can go get F Blade, Bloodthorn, and Revenant Brooch for only seventeen thousand gold. <laughs> and have like the low, low price. And of have like eleven hundred HP. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you'll kill them before they can kill you. <laughs> yeah, so. like, you'll absolutely right click people down in like two hits. So. <laughs> Next question, Yanni asks, what did Charlene do to get into CIA's heads in their recent game? 
Mm. You talked a little bit about it. I guess I kind of answered yeah. that. Yeah. Um, game one, I think we wore them down with just length of game. And game two was more so draft. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Now we need to get into the heads of... Shut up, Hex. Hex. Yeah. Which I have no idea how we're going to do. We don't even know them. Like, <laughs> they might not even listen to the podcast. We don't. I know. We don't even guys? know them. <laughs> I remember because when they asked, I guess Hex or, or Hollow, one of the people, yeah, Hollow, he yeah. Uh, like DM'd me for a bunch of you know questions about registration and stuff. And I was like, oh, oh a new person. Neat. Let me see. Is is he going to be in my division? Nope. I'm like, all right. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, do whatever you want. You're just beating up on these other people. Next question. Neil asks, what's the best thing we should do for Ukrainian people? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, given to the, the Red Cross and various refugee kind of things, there are a lot of refugees over there. Uh, my daughter actually mm-hmm. has a classmate who just immigrated from Ukraine at the beginning of the school year. Uh, didn't oh, know wow. a word of English. Just shows up, uh, and so they kind of gestured with her at lunch, and she she sits with them at lunch, and she spends a lot of her day in the English um, language learning, you know, classes. But mm-hmm. you know, they're uh, you know trying to help her out. But I think I would guess you know giving to the the refugee humanitarian stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, resources at a time like this are. Probably one of the most like straightforward and direct ways that you could help. Um, are there other things? I think I think there's. Uh, I don't know how prevalent it is, but I've been seeing in the news a little bit that there are some like deniers <laughs> of what's going on. Yeah, and in in like a similar fashion as with uh, like covid and everything i wonder if just being someone who is willing to talk to people and i wouldn't say educate but um there's so many ongoing issues that i see with like society today where it just comes from a place where there's so much going on so if like one way that you can contribute is trying to one inform yourself but then two facilitate that for other people okay so I wonder if that's another another way that you could kind of uh, help with this. I, I guess it wouldn't be direct for Ukrainian people, but, you know, there, there might be a trickle down. And if you touch someone who better learns about it, maybe that can have a, a domino effect. There you go. Some positive, yeah. open-minded communication um, about how we can yeah. help. Uh, last question. Honor asks, how will you guys ever make it up to Popo for skipping his question? Now, that, that is in relation to the Breakfast Club question earlier, which thankfully the other host yeah. skipped because I don't think like a, for us. a 21-year-old German might even be that familiar with Breakfast Club. Um, um, what we should do is clip your thing of, of our new mantra ah. and... And like have that as a, a sound bite. We'll put it onto. We'll burn it onto a CD. Okay. Yeah. And and mail it to to Popo so that he can 
play it on his Walkman or there you his... go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it... it it'll be fitting to the era. Wait, no. Do they have CDs? Oh no, you gotta you gotta get yourself a Memorex. Okay. You gotta oh, I gotta put, put it on, put it on a um, gotta put yeah, it on yeah. tape. Okay, we'll we'll find a way to put that <laughs> that voice line onto tape and then play that on a on a Walkman. Did I say the right device? Yeah, yeah. You gotta put it on a yeah on okay. a Walkman or yeah, some kind of like <clears throat> yeah, some kind of uh, uh, tape player that you could hold up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. At the end, so yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll hook you up with that once uh, we get in touch with someone who has uh, a magnetic tape recording device in 2022. <laughs> I had a VCR until like two years ago. My parents still have a VCR. Nice. Yeah, they haven't upgraded their TV in a very very long time. <laughs> All right, cool. I think that is the end of our episode. Uh, Thanks for recording. Thank you for hosting, and thank you, listeners, for (laughs) listening to us muddle our way through our feelings and and weeks and yeah, we had had some stuff to work through, but we 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 did it, and uh, and then we talked a lot about heroes uh, we don't know anything about and don't play. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're on brand. It's true. Yeah. That's for sure. But we did come up with a new <laughs> mantra, so you got to hear that. We did. You heard it here first, yes. folks. Come online. Uh, find our Discord. There should be links at welikedota.com. Uh, join us for some games. Um, I promise uh, stacking with us will be as coordinated uh, as some of these discussions sounded. Um, <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> but, but they will also be as good-natured. So. <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. <laughs> you know true. what you're getting. <laughs> Um, and uh, All right. yeah, go be good, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, take care, Bye. be well. Bye.